And welcome back into Don't Forget the Popcorn, the Dave and Wes movie podcast. I'm your host, Dave McPeak, joined as always with Wes Ledesma. What a big night tonight. We have so much to talk about. Will Smith Top 5 coming to you soon. Uh, Wes, how are we doing tonight, my man? Yeah, doing real good, Dave. Doing real good. Excited to be back in the lab again. It is. Uh, great feedback last week. Uh, we did our Wedding Crashers. Uh, you know, our Wedding Crashers bucket list. It, it sounded like a lot of people had a lot of fun uh, going back down and, and revisiting their time, uh, you know, in, in Maryland. <laughs> Looking at crab cakes and football, uh, learning that the name was Sack. Uh, everybody had a good time looking at that. Well, that and, time of year, I'm sure it was great to put that movie right back in people's consciousness. Get a quick watch in before, I mean, shoot, we got a couple weddings coming up in the near future here, so I'm glad I was able to brush up on it. It is, and we know... Now we know what phenomenal finger foods right. are. Uh, you know, give me the sampler platter. I'm constantly looking at cra- looking for crab cakes at the Go next wedding. Is, that is. Well, you know that might be more of a, an East Coast <laughs> thing. Here in uh, here in Michigan, I think we have more of the pigs in a blanket, more of the the fried foods, if you Just would. Just a subtle difference there. But on our Facebook page, Michigan Podcasting Network, that's where you can get with us and give us feedback. We got some great feedback on this one, so that's what I'm saying. We got a lot of people uh, that were chiming in, and that's what that's my favorite part about doing this podcast. Episode 25, by yeah. the way. Ooh, more to come on that later. Uh, quarter century. Greeny teas. Uh, so it's just it's fun to get the feedback and hear what other people think, and it's just fun to carry on those conversations. It feels once again like we're back at family video at the counter, getting you know yep. our, some of our good friends, some of our, our best uh, customers that are there, and just talking with them. So speaking of family video, Kansas. Kansas uh, chimed in on this one, said she loved the pod. Here's her recast. Oh, nice. We got a Kansas recast. Actually. John, Zach Efron. I think hey, that would be... A pod favorite. Yeah, A pod favorite. We've done him... I was so close to doing this one for John myself. That's Owen Wilson's character. Yep. But her Jeremy was Taryn Edgerton, the uh, the Elton John, John Kingsman yeah. Eggsy from that. I I love Ooh, that. Nice call, actually. This was a great call, Claire. Anna Kendrick, I think, would be phenomenal in that Cups. role. Yeah. Dang it. Cups, yeah. Uh, good call. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gloria Dakota Fanning. Okay. I, I like yep. that a lot. And then. What a good pick. This is better than our Nick Cage, I think. Better than... That's a it's, bold All right, statement. maybe not better, but neck and neck. Senator Cleary, or Secretary Cleary, Woody Harrelson. Oh, that's pretty good. Woody, Woody oh, Harrelson? That's pretty oh, good. I think it'd be oh. good. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm a big big Woody Harrelson fan, so yeah, that's uh, that one's near and dear to the heart, too. So, Mackenzie, Ruth Ruff chimed in for Owen and Vince. She went Jason Siegel and Seth Rogen. So, if you wanted yep. to take it a different way, that. The chemistry Man, that'd there. That'd be hilarious. Oh there. my gosh, that would be really, really good. Uh, for the girls, Reese Witherspoon. Okay. Solid. And I like this one. This is interesting. A little outside the box for the stage five clinger. Yeah. Uh, Amy Schumer. Oh. That's a lot of absolutely yeah. for that one. That's some. That's a lot of comedy heavyweights there. You yeah. know, when you look at Jason Siegel, Seth Rogen, Amy Schumer, I mean, you're getting some of the best. Like, oh, I mean, man, a lot of good improv, lot of improv lines, yeah. lines. Oh, yeah, that'd be solid. And I then like Laura Thomaswick, travel with Thomaswick right. fame. Colleague. Uh, which 
we're going to be uh, posting more about that tomorrow. Uh, right, we'll finally right. be going I live. I know wait. we've teased it two weeks in a row, but we're finally live with it tomorrow. And stiff uh, negotiations with uh, Apple iTunes right it now. It is. It is. Uh, it's it's tough. We're, we're trying to play the bottom line a little yeah. bit. We're, we're holding firm as the uh, Michigan Podcasting Network. But she brought up some great quotes that I forgot about. Uh, her favorite scene, and it was a great scene, when Vince Vaughn's confessing everything to the father. Yep. And he's not saying a word. And then he you know, has all the breakfast food and he looks take at him. Take him all the Take him all the You're a real cool cat, father. <laughs> uh, that good one. Uh, you shut your mouth when you're talking to me. She loved yep. that as the quote. Uh, and what a good way of taking this. She went based solely on chemistry, kind of like how I did with Aziz yep. and uh, Jean Ralphio. But she thought, you go with Justin Timberlake as John. I'm sorry, Justin Timberlake as Jeremy. Oh, yes. And then John is Jimmy Fallon. How much fun would that oh, be? Oh, wow. That'd be great. It'd take him way too long to get through the movie because Fallon would be cracking up constantly. That's the truth. That's but, the truth. man, like, I love that. Be like listening to an episode of DFTP. <laughs> man, it ticks me off. I don't think of Timberlake more for uh, roles in yeah. our recasting because I, I, I think had, the, I the movies some... that he does is quite solid. Agreed. Good actor, yeah. good comedy actor mm-hmm. too, uh, and Gloria, stage five clinger, Mila Kunis, who would be good yep. in that, oh, and then uh, Jennifer there. Garner. So Garner, uh, yeah, oh, okay, that would I be like uh, the Claire. So Mila Kunis was in Jack Ruthruff's. That was uh, Claire. Yep. So it just flip flopped. John Ryan Reynolds, I like that. Oh, I think Ryan Reynolds would be great. Jeremy Justin Timberlake. There we so go. A lot of JT, JT showing up again. And then Gloria. Uh, Alexandra Daddario. So from San Andreas, that was the oh, daughter oh, yep. uh, in San Andreas. And Big fan of her, yeah, Dave. Yeah. So Secretary Cleary, I like this, Nick Offerman. That would be a different way of playing it, but you have the dry Nick Offerman. Ron Swanson, if you're not sure if you uh, know Nick Offerman. So that was, what great feedback yeah, from absolutely. the Colonels. A lot of good recasting. Boy. Got a lot of good ones. So make sure to follow us on Facebook, Michigan Podcasting Network. On Twitter, at DFTP Movie Pod, you can follow us on there as well. So lots of really good things happening. Uh, and you can listen to us pretty much everywhere that you can get your podcast. Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify. We're on Google Podcast now, Google Play, uh, Apple Podcasts. So when Travel with Thomas comes out tomorrow, hopefully, uh, it will be on everything but Apple Podcasts. We're waiting to hear word from Apple Podcasts. It will be on there eventually, uh, but check it out. She did a great job with that first episode. Uh, takes you through yeah, some absolutely. states, takes you through Europe. Uh, you're going to hear some interesting uh, Switzerland stories, to say the least. Oh, so, shoot, you're doing some traveling. so uh, I she, will be. Yeah. We, uh, we're off Good next week. Good little tour guide right there. Off next week because I'm heading... Uh, to the land of John Denver, West Virginia? No, yeah. uh, uh, I just think of Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. We're heading to uh, a little place I like to call Aspen. Are you really? No, we're going to Denver. Oh, okay. uh, Denver and then Durango, uh, visiting our uh, Vicky sister and heading out there. Oh, so man, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, catching a Rockies game uh, on Saturday. Oh, wow. So another stadium off the, the bucket yeah. list there. So I'm looking forward to it and should be a good time. But sorry, uh to our loyal yeah, listeners, give them a week break, week catch off. up on everything. Catch up. You got homework to you know do. What? Miss us a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You'll you'll appreciate <laughs> us when we come back. Uh, but when you want to know when we come back, we're taking a week off. The week that we do come back, baseball's in its full swing. We're almost to the All Star break. Yep. We're breaking down one of our favorites. We're gonna give you Major League, the Major League bucket list coming next week or two weeks, and I it's one. 
I we talked about maybe even doing that right away. Yeah, uh, but I'm we, glad we saved it. it. Oh, I'm yeah. glad we perfect time for it. I'm can't really wait. looking forward. Hats to that. for bats. Let's keep those bats. You almost warm. don't need a rewatch in, but no. dang, I cannot oh, I, wait to get that rewatch. One hundred percent. So last week we got a ton of movies watched for you. This week, uh, not too many, but the one that I watched. Newer one to check out. It's on Hulu. I didn't check if it was on any other the streaming only, uh, services. I Amazon? rented it off of Amazon oh, Prime. So gotcha. I mean, it's there for uh, $3.99 on Ooh. Amazon for you, which so, I thought was well worth yeah. the purchase. I'll let you kind of lead well, into it. That was a lot of pressure. I'm like a best documentary. Uh, yeah. It won best documentary, so it was best picture, doc- or you know, the best documentary picture that it had. So it was. It was exceptional. Uh, I'm bearing the lead. Four buckets for me. A rare four buckets. But it was just that good for so many reasons. One, like, it's a documentary. It's true. So a lot of people think documentaries are boring. Like, I thought it was like a thriller. My heart was pounding. was one of the more, like, uh, my hand, my palms are sweaty. Knees weak. Arms are heavy. That was incredible watching them. I mean, just even the practice runs that he's going up there and doing. I mean, not to mention... The final, you know, yeah. the final climb. I mean, I on pins and needles, literally watching it. And Kristen, the same thing. I mean, she, <sighs> I thought having her go into a documentary, I'm like, yeah, this could be a little dodgy. And then, you know, you giving the four bucket yeah. review, like, boy, he really set the bar high. I mean, where do you land? It it held up. I thought it was fantastic. A a must watch yeah. for sure. I go three and a half yeah, though. Yeah, I'm not, you, I like I like how you dug those out. I really enjoyed it. It's still a documentary to me though, so it's you know I'm gonna have a hard time giving it a four, which is sure. kind of yeah. The Hockey Town movie or the, the Russian Five movie. Oh, it was four, movie. but that's pure yeah, bias. Yeah, I was gonna say that <laughs> might be biased for the uh, the hockey aspect, but sure. man, a must watch for sure. Yeah, it's I mean, only only so, I mean, forty. Yeah. It's it's shot. It's Boy, gorgeous. That goes by so quick. It does too. Uh, the way it's shot. So. It's well worth it. Uh, to it's on Hulu, uh, like you said, three ninety nine to rent on Amazon uh, Prime, and it it is worth it's, it to check. I this know movie we kind of talked about this before, but I mean, just watch. You know, I could barely watch, and you know, on pins and needles, I couldn't even imagine how those boys were oh, how they handled I, it. I'm with you, buddy. It, it was definitely a, a frightening thing to see. Speaking of frightening things to see, uh, you just watched. Chernobyl on oh, HBO, man. right? The ripped five, through that on Sunday. Five episodes, I five think. Five episodes, so yep. One city? One, well, well, no, there was a there was a brief, like, I want to say like an hour break to go get a quick lunch and stuff, break up the ooh, depressing you went Chernobyl. And lunch, huh? and I, went, I think I went to... Uber Eats? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I think I went to uh, Little Season and got myself a hot and ready. But uh, yeah, finished that up on uh, Sunday. Wow, what a, what a series. I yeah. mean, it's... You always knew kind of what the bones of what happened in Chernobyl. Is it Chernobyl or Chernobyl? I like no, saying well, Chernobyl. Yeah, it is Chernobyl. Got, Chernobyl <laughs> is hot tub Yeah, The energy drink. Yeah. But like, it's, I mean, you always knew what uh, kind of exactly what happened to it and the aftermath and, you know, that it's still kind of a hotbed, but to see everything and everything that led up to it, the people that it affected, the shoot, the town that it affected, the oh, animals. I mean, wow. I could, that was uh that was incredible. That was a yeah. really good watch. People still can't live in that yeah. area. Like I mean, it's that whole place is just like a like a ghost town. Yeah. Like it's I seen that they do like tourist, uh, like yeah. some tourism there. And I don't know. Do you got to be like in these full hazmat suits, I'm not like those ET sure. guys? Or they, they talked. Uh, I saw a sixty minutes report last year, and there's this giant. They had to build this giant oh, concrete yep. shell that goes over it uh, because. 
it's still radioactive for like a thousand years. I was gonna say I heard that concrete shell even is only viable for like a like a hundred or a couple it. hundred yeah. years or something. No, like it's that. All, I don't even know if it's that. Like they already like have fifty to years maybe it's do repairs. Yeah. yeah, so it's crazy, and I think they talk about obviously it was the Soviet mm-hmm. Union and the government trying to cover it up and like wow. sacrificing workers and big stuff, right? time, yeah. and that's like you could see their. I mean, they're they're literally like you just said, sacrificing workers that are going in there, like you know, sending a couple of guys in to, you know, try to slow down the you know the fire that was burning from the core, or, you know, sending them into this this water. I wasn't exactly a hundred percent what they were doing when they sent them into the water, but you knew as soon as they touched that nuclear water, like, well, these boys are done. And then those mine workers, I don't yeah. know if that was something that, uh, you know, that you came across or anything, but. All those like four hundred miners just you know digging underneath, and they can't have fans in there because of no. they can't stir up the dirt and stuff. So they're working you know in their birthday suits, you know, just digging these holes you know around the clock. So that was yeah, really good watch. I mean, that's I've heard overwhelmingly from critics, from other people that have watched it. I mean, people on Facebook having talks about it and saying it's that good. Yeah. So where, where do you land? Is it the West Ledesma four buckets or? Oh, that's a... Ooh, I want you to bucket boy, a bucket of series. I mean, an easy... Three buckets. I'm going three okay. buckets. That's an probably, easy three bucket Probably because there's... I heard there's parts that are just super hard to watch. It, absolutely. I <laughs> and, mean, you get to... You know, no spoilers here, but I'll, well, I'll let you guys stuff. dive in. Yeah, but Yeah, some of the stuff is... It's hard to watch. It's great that it's a true story. It's really well done, but... I mean, it's important. Must yeah. watch. And, and boy, Russia did not come off too well in that. Yeah, one. There's not a lot. Yeah. How often does Russia come come off good? Is yeah, that what you're Yeah. Uh, I think when you look, I, I just saw this in the news the other day that Russia was putting out articles in their Russian newspaper saying this HBO series is crap. Yeah. You know, we didn't do this. It's making it so really trying to fight back against it because, it, like you said, they don't come off too well. Not I have not seen it. Plan on watching it. But you saying that made me think. I actually did see another movie this week, HBO original movie, Deadwood. 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 Oh, man, the movie. Get is, the peaches. That is one of the next series on my list. I can't wait to give that one a go. One of my, I I would have to really sit down and chew on this. I can say this. I think without hesitation, one of my top ten series of okay. all time, and it's knocking on the door of top five. I I don't want a knee jerk reaction, but. I love Deadwood. Maybe part of it was just watching it with my dad, and you know, we I, that was one of my first binge series, really? and it had to be on DVDs. We went and rented ah, the good old days. Rented at Blockbuster the entire second season and watched the whole thing. It was a summer. It came out in the summer. We watched the whole thing in one one sitting, uh, and that's a thirteen episode. Every episode's an hour, well, so it was a, a full your day. Boy, was it Ian Ian McShane? Ian McShane, and he is. Uh... Super relevant right now well, with the Wicks and then now this uh, Deadwood movie. The cast, the cast. When you look at it now, it was, they've been in so many things because didn't you have Timothy Oliphant oh, yeah. as, as the fan. sheriff, and you have so many other guys that you recognize when you watch this. Like, a lot of old that guy, yeah, yeah. Uh, that they just went on to such great things after Deadwood. So I won't go into it too much because I know you haven't watched it. And other people need to see it. I would say it's probably important to watch the series. It, yeah, it's made for people that have watched the series because it picks up right after uh, the end seasons? of season three. No, only well, three only seasons. Three. Well, so I might be able to get this in on a Saturday. Uh, <laughs> a little history on it. This was such a popular show. The ratings, you know, this was rating right the Sopranos era. Era. I don't think oh. the ratings were as high as they would have liked. 
So Deadwood got canceled after the third season. But the third season kind of ends on a cliffhanger. There's no good, not a cliffhanger per se, but like it's wide open for a fourth. Too many unfinished, too many unanswered questions. No closure at all. And for diehard fans like me, my dad, Mike Peters is a huge Deadwood fan. Like it was like, oh my God. So people were clamoring for years for a Deadwood movie. And there was just all these rumors, all these rumors. And, and then it kind of seemed it like it was getting real. And then, uh, uh, and then finally they got it together. What, uh, Does what, not disappoint. What year, uh, what time frame was, De- oh, I guess you said high school. Wild West. So oh, I, when no, it came out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so no, talking... it was college. I think early 2000s, like okay. 2000, might've started 2001. Yeah. Wait, so. Would you say this kind of had like a late life, like a cult? Like a it, yes, like almost like the wire. How for sure it almost became a, more famous after it stopped. I think so. I think okay. when you can stream things and you get HBO oh. and you can go back and watch these shows now, uh, for sure. I, I think there is, and then it just builds up where and get the subscriptions and yeah. And I, have can't, it. I can't wait to give it a go. Yeah, I think especially you're now enjoy that it. the movie's out there too. I'm glad it's on HBO. I'm going to give a rare double four buckets this Whoa, podcast. Just a, part uh, of it ha- is summer is here for the teacher. Just giving out four buckets, you know. It's the end of the a year. For you know you, what? Yeah. A. This one. Mm-hmm. And how many of these reboots have we seen that just don't quite live up to the yeah. hype? Whether it's Fuller House, whether it's uh, hey, they keep getting renewed. Yeah, I mean it's it's fine. I mean, it's fine. Uh, it is what it is, but. <laughs> they keep trying to do these reboots, and you're always so excited, and then you watch, and it's like, ah, oh, it's just not the same. Yeah. Sitting down and watching this is like, this is this is Deadwood. I am watching Deadwood again. Oh, that's awesome. And that's they good didn't to hear. miss a beat. Uh, it was really, really good. So definitely check that out. All right. I was teasing this to you all week. The, uh, uh, the, the mom, Mike Peters viewing? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. You, you had a lot Boy, of pressure I was. You. How concerned was I texting you through you as soon as sweaty. he said that he was uh, what dedicating his Sunday night to a Ma viewing? Based solely, and, he said, based solely on West Lendesma's uh, recommendation. You were sweating bullets. Yep. Waiting for the Leaned Peters into text. the three bucket, and uh, he he ended up liking it. Right? Yeah, it turned out pretty you, good. He gave it three buckets. Yes. Very pleased with that. And I'm glad he went to go check it out because it was a real solid movie yeah but, uh, yeah i just wanted to give uh, old mike a shout yeah. out yeah well it was uh, a lot of pressure riding you're on gonna you. see a lot more lower buckets now just because i <laughs> put myself out there the bell I'm, gonna, curve. I'm gonna start raining them back <laughs> well yeah you're, you refuse to give anything for you're just scared i don't think you want people to rain on your your parade with that so here we go i, I was talking about it here's the the surprise that i have for you okay Episode 25, that's cause for celebration. That's pretty awesome, honestly. Like, not to toot our own horn, but, I mean, hey, toot toot, buddy. Toot toot, uh, right, Because uh, just to be able to do it all, you know, I give you a, a ton of credit. You have to make the drive out to my house every week. You know, we've only missed two or three weeks in our it's been history of doing steady, this. It's been pretty steady. I think part of it, if you can't tell by listening to us, I mean, one, we have a blast doing it. We're having a ton of fun doing it. It's always fun to, you know, talk movies and do all this stuff. Uh, so... Yeah, it's been great. I, I've loved doing it uh, the whole time. But here's the fun part, and this is the surprise. So the surprise segment. <laughs> so we are episode 25 of Don't Forget the Popcorn. I threw out the idea of having a podcast to you about two and a half, three years ago. Yeah. Do you remember what the working title of that podcast was, was going to be? Beers and Banter? Close. Brews and Banter. Brews and Banter. We're going to like kind of... Sample of yes. a different six pack or something. Each, yeah, uh, each we were time. we were gonna do that. Uh, yeah. You know, kind of stepping on now. Ben David's. Uh, I think you actually created a Google Doc too, and uh, 
And that's what I have right here. No! A little trip down memory lane. So I created a Google Doc that I shared with Wes. And we want to let our kernels in. We're in the trust tree now. Yeah. We, we put ourselves out there. We sing on these episodes. So it's like I have Joe Rogan going back to his aunt. You know, the, this is this is the days in Grandma's basement. And, yeah, you know? yeah. Well, this is a couple of things that I love about this. So I have I have thirteen possible podcast topic ideas that I sent to you. Yep. And it was going to be a living document that I wanted your your input on too. So I put my name is on there, bolded, underlined, and there you have like just a page full of podcast ideas, uh, Dave. And then I scroll down to Wes. And it's just your name. There's zero ideas that are there. Uh, so it took us a while to get up and get going. A and blank get this. slate. <laughs> so this is what's interesting. Some things you're going to see uh, made it. So I wanted to see what, what what do you think would maybe be something we should look into more. Uh, but this is brews and banter. So this wasn't only movies. Like yeah. I think we made the right idea sticking to just movies. But here we go. This stuck true. Number one. Always trust Hanks. Always why trust is, Hanks. Why is Tom Hanks considered the best actor of this generation? Why do we love him no matter what, in parentheses, except Cloud Atlas? It's like the uh, wedding crash of rules here. Yeah, <laughs> a discussion of Tom Hanks' movies as a whole. So look at this one. This one is hilarious. Number two, beer stereotypes. <laughs> I shared a video with you that was golf stereotypes. It's always that guy, like yep. the guy that complains about the Cubs or clubs. Uh, and so have, like Bush Light guy. And then, so uh, here, yeah. here's what are some of the beer stereotypes that exist? Craft beer guy, Bush Light guy, <laughs> fruit beer guy, brew your own guy, beer snob guy, uh, Never brings his own guy, etc. Oh, like, that's a there's a lot of people you get. You really could do a segment off of I that. Could. Pretty I could. Solid. Don't know how we fit it in this. Yeah, no. This much. is the one I lost it on. Maybe because when we do beer fest. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> right? There we go. Uh, number three. Look at how random. In the mind of McPeak, did OJ have CTE? <laughs> Now, here's what happened. That summer when I made this, <laughs> that summer when I made this, that was the summer of OJ. When uh, the OJ oh, 30 the for series? 30, the documentary oh, came yeah. out, and then it was the uh, the Cuba Gooding Jr. series. Both of uh, those were excellent. So I was like on the full deep dive of. So I can't believe we were going to dive into an OJ pod at number four. <laughs> he's clear. This isn't the order. These are just ideas. Here's what I put. He's clearly guilty, but how has this never been brought up? He seemed like such a solid guy for a long time. And then there was a sudden and dramatic shift. Is CTE to blame? Is the NFL line to keep a lid on it? <laughs> Sound like Bob Lee at Outside <laughs> the Lines here. <laughs> oh, and this would have been great. Number four, why is Skip Bayless the worst? Oh, that, yeah, Just that a look at solid. why people supposedly like the guy and why he makes millions when he's clearly the worst at everything. And I, said, I put, should be a, a good back and forth since he's your boy. <laughs> It's true. I, man, that, that tells you how long ago it was, too. Yeah. Because I was a, a big Skip guy. A skip stand? Not so much. He has gotten even worse over the years. But here here we go. Number right. five, Confessions of a Video Store Assistant Manager. Yeah, Tales we, from the Vid. Yeah, we, we crept that one in there. Possible recurring segment where we tell some of our best stories and interactions while working in a movie store. That made it in. Six, best comedy sitcom of our lifetime. That would be a heck of a debate. That's, maybe I think that's still a possibility. I, maybe when we get into there, movie, you know that that dump bin, that end of August, like Seinfeld and yeah. the Funky Bunch. Well, here's a <laughs> tough debate. Tough debate should happen here. Uh, friends, <laughs> Seinfeld, Cheers. I put in Wings for you. Arrested you. Development, Frasier should be a heck of years? a debate. Seven. Why isn't the NHL more popular? <laughs> 
Yeah. It's such a great sport to watch, and the playoffs are without peer. So why is it a more popular sport? Everybody loves Game 7s. This should be one where you shine. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was trying to set you up. Trying to pump me up. Uh, here we go. We did this one. Eight best chick flick from oh, a yeah. guy's perspective. We rom-coms. Did best rom-coms. That was Mo- a good episode, too. Most guys want to admit it, but we like chick flicks, too. <laughs> what are our top three, and why do they stand out? Well, we've went to top five yeah. from now on. Uh, number nine. Why does Major League hold up so well? Enough said. We're doing it in yep. two weeks. Uh, number 10. Is it better to see a sporting event in person or on TV? What a dump. Yeah, How yeah. are we making an episode? Yeah, you're whiteboarding it at this point. I you're am. just trying oh, to get a longer list. It gets worse. 11. Why do we love sports so much? <laughs> Imagine posing that question. It doesn't make sense why we love it's sports. The, it's as the much camaraderie, as Dave. Literally it's... affecting our moods for days, even weeks. Why are we like this? Can we change? Do we want to change? Do we want to... I can't believe how pompous I am in this document. I can see why you didn't add to it. Reddit trash. <laughs> Look at this. Number 12. Why can't sports centers show highlights anymore? <laughs> that's uh, still a, that still know, holds up. I know. But yeah, random topic. Oh, and here we go. You, uh, I put this one, a deep dive, board this one in your brain. 13. Police Academy Debate. Uh, Time to yeah. sit down and watch all seven Police Academy movies and rank them. I don't I know if I can bring this up. I purchased the box set based on that <laughs> suggestion. So still in the cellophane, in my, polluting my movie oh. collection, is all of the Police Academies and Steve Gutenberg. Hey, <laughs> Steve Gutenberg a star. You know, the first the first one, the first couple weren't too bad. I think it Sounds like we really need to take a deep dive. Got yeah. out of there. Five though. to seven, yeah. really, where they start going down. Oh, that, that one guy with the... You know, that Sound makes the noises. He can only do so much. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, so I just wanted to, I wanted to take you through oh, that. That's crazy. Of what could have been. Didn't you do a little clip, too? Like a little intro, a little 25-second soundbite or I something? I a trailer. Oh, if I, can I think find the fans want to hear if that. If I can find it, I don't know if we have it. Uh, maybe we'll put it at the end of the episode if I can Ooh, find I like it. That. Or if I can find it, maybe we'll insert it right here. That could have just been a long pause, or yeah. it could have been in. Oh, boy. So I can't wait to find see out. what happens. So uh, here we go. Get to the main event. Right. Mr. Time for the entree. Will Smith. Mr. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air himself. Here we go. The top five Will Smith movies. Let's, let's talk about Will Smith, though, as a whole before we get into it. Yeah. Is there a more charismatic actor? I, I'm glad you said that, because one of the... One of the first things I have written down is just charismatic. He's super likable. And that he, he carries that throughout almost all of his roles. Yeah. He plays that likable everyman type of thing. And the witty, sar- you know, got sarcastic, athletic. I mean, man's got it all, Dave. <laughs> it is. It's just even you look at the fact that he was, I'm pretty sure he won a Grammy uh, as a rapper. Yeah. Uh, had his rap career. Then transitioned right into Fresh Prince and just you see how much fun they had on that set and like you look at some of the interviews and they just absolutely loved him but then they saw man he's got a lot of actual acting chops and he kind of broke out of that he went to the six degrees of separation where uh that was uh early I think that was his first actual movie uh Donald Sutherland was in it uh and yeah it was taking on a very serious role outside of it to kind of show that he could stretch his arms out a little bit more. I want to say it was like 1991. 93. 93, all right, a little off. Right uh, that same year, he was in Made in America playing the role of T.K. 
T. Cake Walters. I don't remember him in that. Neither do I. That's at amazing. All. That would be fun to try and see him in there. <laughs> but I just, you're right. It's just that pure charisma, and he's so lovable. Like, do you think him being on The Fresh Prince and playing that, you know, such, you know, happy go lucky, lovable character, do you think that <clears throat> made it a lot easier to like him in yes. all those movies? Because you, you're like, oh, Will, oh, he's fan. This is gonna be, this is gonna be wonderful kind I, of thing. I think. I think that played a huge, huge part in role, it. Yeah, because I mean, I don't. I I'm speaking you also for myself. See more will. I think I'm. I think I can say this for you too. Like right when I when we were growing up, that was when Fresh Prince, so formative oh, years. Yep. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and I remember coming home, and that was part of the great syndication oh, run. Forward it was like to it. Four o'clock to five o'clock was two episodes of Fresh Prince. And just, I'd watch it every day. You get home from school, put on Fresh Prince, you see uh, Carlton, it's not unusual oh, to be loved by You put Tom Jones on the map, back on the map? I think so, yeah. <laughs> at least, uh, you, you remember that he was in Vegas. Yeah. So he's at least on the map there. But you're right. I think you you build that connection with him there. And then he takes that first chance, that his real first big role that they took a chance on him was Bad Boys. I was just, yeah. In 1995. And then you look at it from there. Bad Boys showed that he could carry a movie you know, and have that action star. More serious role, not just comedic, but obviously comedy elements with Mike Lowry. Lowry. Uh, That's Mike Lowry. <laughs> Mike, Mike Lowry. Uh, but then... That leads right into Independence Day, which leads into Men in Black, which leads into just well, megastar. And then how about that that movie in general? You're you're plucking two guys that were in two hit sitcoms yeah. and put and then hoping that they can translate to the big screen. And I want to say that that was uh, Michael Bay's like rookie directorial Ooh, I think it debut. Was. It was so one of them. Very not early. only are you putting two guys that have never carried a movie on there, you're also giving the you know giving the keys to a, a rookie director. Yeah. And holy crap, yeah, they they hit that one out of the park. They did. It was after yeah. that point because summer movie after summer movie after summer movie, uh, he was like the leading. He was in the leading movie of the summer, uh, and you know things went off the rails a little bit with Wild Wild yeah, West. I was gonna say he, yeah, definitely some ups and downs. But one thing I noticed about this is he really wasn't like a like a three or four movie a year guy. No, like he's putting out you know one a year yeah. essentially. I mean. Too, but leaving you on a little more, leaving not oversaturating, not at all. Always leading you, like you say, wanting more. I mean, I'm seeing one essentially one movie a year. He's like each the time. opposite of The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock, I feel like, is in four movies a year, but I mean, The Rock just works incredibly yeah. hard. I mean, he's just always working and always doing stuff. But it's, I, I love the movies that he's in, and I would we'll get into it with our top five. Yeah, here. rarely misses. There's misses. Yep. There are definitely misses. And I don't know if the misses are his fault. Like, even the movies that I don't like, like Wild Wild West sucked. I hate that movie. But, but, but like he's said, good in I it. I was going to say, he's I don't fun. know if it's his fault or... Uh, it's just weird. Was it Tim Burton that directed that? It seemed like it was, but it, it wasn't. Yeah. It was... Uh, I, I don't even know who directed it. The only reason I bring that up, because I remember there was... Uh, it was, was weird. A, uh, like a Superman uh, documentary where Kevin Smith is talking about uh, Tim Burton wanting to direct this and he wanted this big mechanical spider in it. Well, that, that movie didn't end up getting made. He looks this summer, he goes, well, he got his you know big mechanical spider or something along those lines. But yeah, that was definitely a, one of his just rare off. few misses. Just off, and I, I did not like it. The song was fine, the song. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wild, 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 wild west. Uh, so that was always you could, that was your nickname for a little bit. Wild, wild west. Uh, so just one of the rare misses. And there's been I would say the last couple of years 
more and more of those misses a little bit. Did you see Collateral Beauty? Did not. It didn't yeah. look too good. Oh, Wild Wild West was directed, I, that's what I thought, Barry Sonnenfeld, who okay. is the Men in Black director. So you would have expected good things, and you can kind of get yeah. a Men in Black vibe to some of the creatures and some of the things, but... Yeah, I think one of the rare misses. Man, you're right. Lately, though, I mean, outside of uh, you know Aladdin, there has been a. Did a little you bit like of a concussion? Oh, we'll get into oh, okay. some of these talks. Getting, we don't want to ruin it. Well, let's get right to it. Let's get right to it. Too much. You guys know the drill. We're gonna rank our top five Will Smith movies. I'm sure there's gonna be some that there's uh, some agreement. Then I think there might be some disagreement yeah. in some of these too. Uh, and I'm really interested in in seeing the rationale. And obviously. Michigan Podcasting Network on Facebook at DFTP Movie Pod on Twitter. We want to hear from you. What's your top five Will Smith movies? What did we get right? What did we get wrong? What are you furious at us for leaving <laughs> off the list? Uh, so here we go. Disclaimer time. These are my top five. You know. Oh, well, I definitely <laughs> right? have to give that disclaimer for mine uh, because it is one hundred percent my yeah. top five. So here we go. What do you got? Number five. Wes. Number five. By the way, a great whiteboard again. Uh, when we're throwing a bunch yeah. of movies down. So there'll be some about, honorable mentions when we get into it. I had sure. a, I had at least 15 on my whiteboard here. So, Ooh. so uh, a lot of good wow. options from Will. I don't think I went that deep. But number five, I think I was putting some on here yeah. just for him, you know. Make him feel better. Make the list bigger. But uh, number five, Dave, I just got this one in last night, and I had to sneak it in right at number five, Enemy of the State. Oh, good pick. Enemy of the State Great in movie. this 1998, so we're what two years off of uh, yeah. Fresh Prince, yeah. So still, still a young Will, but still very, you know, doing very good. Coming More of off a serious three role too, right? Movies. Yeah, not really a comedic role. He plays a lawyer in there, and that's the great thing because he does. He just plays this like kind of. Uh, he's a very witty lawyer, yeah. very oh, yeah. smart guy. But then he's also got that, you know, that charisma that carries along with Will in almost every Everything. role that he plays. And then as soon as he's being chased, now he's turning into almost like bad boys, Will, because, you know, he's running. He's doing, you know, he's in a gunfight with Gene Hackman. And so this one for me, a longer one, like I mentioned before, two and a, two and a half hours. But oh, boy, that was it. a that was a fun movie to watch. And. One thing, I almost think it was ahead of its time a bit yeah. with what it was Constant talking about. spine surveillance, yeah. right? You know, just saying, because at the time it was thought as crazy. The NSA is listening to everything you say over your all your devices. They can track you based on every little street yeah. camera and stuff. Boy, and it's there. It almost seemed like at that time, it's like, oh boy, movie magic, you know, they're kind of Jack Bauer, like suspended yeah. reality. Where we're going, we bit. don't need yeah. roads, right, Doc? But, you rewatch that now, it's like, well, that's definitely a thing. Because when I talk about, you know, anything, Facebook is giving me a rolling ad. Oh, my God. Yeah. The, we're probably going to get Will Smith. That would be 100%. Test. I'm going to get like a Will Smith best of box set Here, recommended. This will be really interesting. And this could even be for our listeners. Will we get like a Aladdin preview that will show up on our feed? That will be we'll, – we'll report back to you yeah. next week to see how much uh, Enemy of the State has filtered into our lives. Well, and uh, one more thing about, you know, Enemy at the State. The cast, Dave. What a cast. I couldn't believe this. Gene Hackman. John Voight. Huh? John Voight? Lisa Bonet. If, uh, yeah. Yep, okay, I was going to say. Regina King. Let's see who yeah. else we got here. Your boy, Barry Pepper. Actually, I'm a huge Barry Love Pepper Barry fan. Pepper. Yeah. Scott Kahn, Jason Lee, Gabriel Byrne. I mean, I we, forgot we about all cooking those. with gas with a lot of these Ooh. guys. Jack Black plays an analyst, too. Seth Green. Coming to Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That Costanza, <laughs> a little bit of like started with yeah. black and then finished with Costanza. So, <laughs> I love but it. Uh, yeah, this 
this one for me was a great watch. I got Kristen to watch it. We started. What'd you think? She really enjoyed it yeah. actually. And never I, saw it. Never saw it. Nice. So it the inaugural viewing, but yep, it really held up for her. Well, it was directed by Tony Scott, Ridley Scott's brother. Oh, Tony okay. Scott's incredible. He's done Man on Fire. He's done. Uh, he was Top Gun. He's done a lot of great action well, movies throughout his career. Because the the camera yeah. work, like when they're they're tracking him down, and then the camera will just zoom down right into his yeah. you know, specific location. It's really well shot. Good action movie, yep. good up tempo movie. Yeah, I, number five for me. Good pick. Uh, that's one I really and wanted I knew to get the it was rewatch. On the fence. Yeah, but I, I could not get that rewatch in. Uh, my number five. Oh, I can't. What wait. you going? What you going? What you gonna do? Bad boys, bad boys. Bad boys. Oh, what you gonna do? Uh, so I, I had to go with the bad boys. I had to go with Mike Lowry. Uh, for me, this is obviously Fresh Prince is what put him on the map. But I think this is the movie that made people believe that this guy could be that action star, that top movie star. Uh, it's just that classic. I just we're gonna have to do this pod at some point. Best body cop movies, yeah. Because there's so many of them. But I mean, this is in the vein of Lethal Weapon. This is in the vein of so many good what, ones. I mean, what a great pair. Yeah. I mean, just the fast talking, the the. Back and forth, the comedy going back. Mm -hmm. I mean, really light moments, but serious moments too. Yep. Taylioni was great in this movie. Uh, it's just lots of fun. It's just a lot. And then it's like you said, early Michael Bay. Like Michael Bay had a so couple he didn't that get I too really over enjoyed. the top with yeah. the explosions. They were there, but it wasn't just like ninety percent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I really did. Like I thought Michael Bay came out of the gates hot mm -hmm. because he had this, and then he had uh, The Rock, and then he had a couple other great movies early on, and then. Then he just went down the Transformers rabbit hole, and that seemed like that's all Michael Bay did. But this isn't a Michael Bay podcast. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't be a bad one. It, it yeah, would be one. Be, yeah, yeah, it would be a top him. one. So bad we got Boys Transformers and The Rock. And the Rock. <laughs> uh, but I really, really loved Bad Boys. I, I loved uh, Will Smith. It was just, he, I think he stole the movie. Martin Lawrence is good in it. And here's what I... I believe there's Bad Boys 3 coming out, if yeah, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that will be interesting to see how they play that one uh, and what that will be like. Because I I enjoyed Bad Boys 2. I didn't think it was as good as 1. I, I oh, really didn't. What? I like it. Really? There's a couple of things that are too over the top for me in Bad Man, Boys 2. Man, I... I that is one of the rare sequels, and I love that actually you have that opinion because I think that's one of the rare sequels that is just neck and neck really? with the original. In fact, I... I mean, I think gun to head, if I had to, wow. you're sending me off and I only get one bad boys to take, I'm probably taking two. You're taking two? Yeah, so that's, uh, and I'm like surprising it. to hear I, it. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad movie by any means. Like, I still, I'm getting more bad boys. Yeah. Uh, I liked it. There's just a couple of things that, I don't know, I, I didn't like when they are intimidating that young kid. Like, that was what? too, it's like, funny, you but at it's least like, 30. <laughs> it's a little too much, a little too over the top on that one. But, I went to jail. I ain't ever going back. I thought that was hilarious. It's funny. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It's good. It's just, it's not as good as Bad Boys 1 in my book, in okay. my book. So I, I'm really interested in Bad Boys 3. I will be there opening oh, weekend. Oh, heck yes. It's not one I plan on missing. That will be one I want to see in the movie theater. Uh, just to see these guys back together again and that chemistry. I mean, it, you can't fake chemistry, it's, and they have it. They even had it in two. You're not losing that either. No. I mean, both him and uh, Martin Lawrence. They're going to kill it. They're going to be just, just as fast-talking, just as witty, just as funny. So, I can't, yeah. my number five, Bad Boys. I like it. Already a little, uh, little heat between a us little, here. A little yeah. hot take. I like it. I like it. So, number four. And this one, boy, I struggled 
it, there's just so many good ones. I had a hard time kind of whittling them down, but I had to sneak enemy at the gates in at five. And number four, our old good buddy, Pete Remington, one of his personal favorites, iRobot. So we're talking 2004, Bridget Monahan. We, we got a good cast there. James Cronwell, your boy. And to me, this one, the incredible special effect, uh, incredible special effects, Dave. Great sets and an intense action movie. And again, this is another one where I think Will Smith, he plays that likable everyman role again. Just the, you know, the the cop that's pursuing, you know, what's going on, you know, trying to get to the bottom of everything when these robots start their uprising. Is this and another just, one that's ahead of its time? <laughs> it, it's a good point with all the AI and the I'm way that it's going. I'm a little nervous about how much we're doing with the robots. Like, now we're having robots deliver our packages. Yeah, we're going to start robots getting talking dro- to us. drones uh, dropping our food off to us. Like, I'm starting to be nicer to Alexa because I don't know if she's going to just rise up. Oh. She's listening. <laughs> She's listening right now. We said the word. It's just you, you be quiet. Uh, but it is one of those things where it's very interesting. I, I shockingly, I've only seen this movie once. Really? It was in movie theaters. I know I really liked it. it yeah, was, it was darn good. But I think it was me and Mike Munger went and saw. Oh, us. I believe that. So yeah. he had a he probably had a meatball sub in there. Uh, and I remember, I was kind of taken out of this movie because. We ran into our buddy Non Paredes was also at this movie, and I I think he was soloing it on this one, and then he ended up seeing us at some point in the middle of the movie and just came, and then it was talking, and it was you know we turned it into almost like a mystery science theater type thing. So I'm well when it's like that. I'm well overdue for an iRobot reviewing. It's it's been a while since I watched, but it's one that's always stuck. stuck No, it was really good. And it's it's actually like you'll you'll find it on cable every Mm -hmm. now and then. You just dip a toe in. Lot of lot of really good scenes for it. And yeah, here's what little thing for you: an Oscar nominee for best achievement in visual effects. Oh, I can believe that. Yeah, because especially at that, I mean, 04. 04, it was top of the line special effects. Took place in 2035, which yeah, it's like right around the corner. And, and like probably I say, about right, when the robots yeah. are going to take over. Actually, I think we're ahead of schedule. Let's just let's just chill out on the the robot stuff. I, I agree. I but, agree. All right, Dave, that was my number four. Mr. Well, I robot. My number four is. Uh, the champ is oh, here. Oh, Ali! The champ is here. Uh, I went with his portrayal of Muhammad Ali. Uh, this was his first time being nominated for an Oscar. And well, well deserved. It was a movie that me, you, and Chuck oh, Ramos yeah. went and saw. Uh, and a would-be school night, if I, I believe. I believe, yes. That's what I was just going to get to. It was You were so pumped up, we found out that we didn't have school. And at... One random part of the movie, so I don't think I you were like a big fan. I like it was a deep part of the movie, It too. was. Like a deep area. part. I think he was just divorcing uh, his first wife, if I remember right, or there was marital problems, and there was something going on, and then I'm just staring at the, you know, engrossed in the movie, how we talk about it, I get immersed, and then all of a sudden I see this face come over and whisper in my ear, I can't believe we don't have school tomorrow. I'm like, what the heck? Because we had a snow day, so that's when we saw Ali. So that was a lot of fun uh, to do that. But his portrayal... You talk about big shoes to fill. I mean, this oh, man is known Lord. as the GOAT. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the greatest of all time. Muhammad Ali, one of the, the the biggest celebrities. I mean, obviously athletes, but he's just known all over. And to tell his story, uh, you have it directed by Michael Mann, who's just one of the best directors wow, out I there. I didn't realize that. You yeah. Jamie Foxx was, uh, you know, his, his manager. Yeah, Bundini Brown. Uh, just a 
a top notch. Regina King, I think, is also John, in this, right? John Voight, Mario Van Peoples. Yeah, it's a is Van Peeps. <laughs> we don't get to say his name a whole lot. No, here, no. Know? Jada uh, Pinkett Smith, his wife. I mean, that's a good. That cast was his too. first wife. That was the wife that he uh, divorced in the movie. Because I think he uh, ends up getting with somebody else in the movie, if I remember correctly. Uh, I could be. It's been a while, but just his portrayal of it, the way that he got the cadence of the way that Ali talked down. Yes, so you can see he did his a mimic. really good job with that. I agree. And just his in-ring, his in-ring work. I mean, the way that he looked like Muhammad Ali had inside the, the ring, too. Yeah. yeah. It was, I loved it. It was really, really good. I, I just enjoyed his portrayal. I think it's one of his best performances. And, yeah, Ali is my number four it's, for Will Smith. Can't, can't argue with the selection. I just... Honestly, I think I've only seen it that one time in the theater, and it, for whatever reason, never went back for a rewatch. I feel like I appreciated it, but it's I know, bet that, that's it kind of. Thing. It's one of those movies. This is always interesting too when you revisit, when you are just different. You're older, yeah, and like you can look at things like that differently. We're high school kids in there. We're probably expecting like a Rocky type movie. Yeah. And I know that's where it was a little long and it was... I was just happy to be out of the house it sounds like yeah, at that exactly. point in time. <laughs> no, it's cool! Uh, so yeah, it's... I think it's when you have a movie that you kind of come back to. I always look at this. I went to see As Good As It Gets in movie theaters when I was in 8th grade. Went Which with a group crazy. of friends. Yeah. And I went to see it based on just the previews. The previews yeah. look funny. And I remember not liking it at all because I thought the movie was going to be like just this kind of slapstick like comedy, comedy yeah. nonstop laughs. And I just didn't like it. I didn't think it was that good. I thought it was overrated. I'm like, I'm not laughing at this that God, often. How ashamed are you of young Dave? Horribly ashamed. Yeah. Because then it was one of those things where then I saw it two years later. Like, oh, that was kind of, that was better. That was funnier than I remembered it. And Would I saw you say it, like it makes you want year. to be a better man? <laughs> well played. Uh, well played. So, uh, yeah, now it's as good as it gets. is one of my favorites mm-hmm. of all time. Uh, so it is interesting how you revisit. So that would be one I would like to revisit, too, because it's been a while yeah. since I've watched Ali. Heck, yeah. I'd be definitely willing to do that, too. Like I said, just because it's been so long. But All right. Can't argue the, with the four. The top three. Here we go. All right. Number three. And uh, I've talked about this movie already in a previous pod in one of my I think favorite two pods, pods haven't you a uh the rom-com pod i know for there sure it is. there it is so we are going with alex hitchinson's vehicle hitch oh that's what the <laughs> other pod we talked about it was uh the popcorn pitches oh son that's of a right. hitch is son, son of, of a hitch, hitch. <laughs> <laughs> but for me i knew i uh, when we were doing this, I was going to fit Hitch in somewhere. It's just going to be a in there. personal favorite. It's God, just I gotta go nonstop I might comedy. Watch it tonight. Vicky and I might put in Hitch tonight. What a delightful watch! <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> Kevin James. Oh. I mean, Kevin James, Ava Mendez. It just, you know, Will Smith goes from playing that. Uh, you know, you're used to him as the cop, as the yeah. aggressor. You know, sure. you know the. He's still the fast talk, but now he's showing that a little lighter side of Will. So the, there we get his versatility, and this is 05. So, I mean, we're we're right in the right middle of the Willisance here. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's cooking with gas, but it's it's just one of those movies that has always held up. And I know, I'm, you know I'm probably reiterating a lot of things I said on the rom-com, but it's, oh, that's all right. when it's on, you're giving it a watch. Perfect, perfect couple movie, and... Will's fantastic in it. Boy, you really go to bat for this movie. That's good. Yeah. Because I remember loving it. I think I've only seen it once. Maybe twice. Maybe twice. I think I'm well overdue. I'm pretty sure I got it in the collection. 
We got a hitch. Son of a hitch is definitely going to be in there. But, but um, yeah, that's, you know, I, I had to, I couldn't, I couldn't move. I didn't, I want, didn't want to disrespect it by being at five. Look at him. <laughs> so right there, number three, give me a hitch. Uh, <laughs> can't argue with it. It's a fun role. It's a, a fun movie. And yeah, it's like you always say, it's my list, but it's a great performance. Mm-hmm. It's, it's what we talk about. It's the Will Smith effortless charisma effortless. and what the perfect you role to right. get him in. It doesn't, it just doesn't seem difficult for him at all through that. And it's uh yeah. I just, one. I think it's because he's such a good guy. I mean, mm-hmm. it just seems like he's such a good human being. Whenever he's on talk shows, and like you never hear any other actor say anything bad about him. You hear all the nice things that he does for other people, and you know, trying to do all. It's just he seems like You're such right. a when good guy. When he does guy. go on those talk shows, it doesn't like his character in the movies that he plays. It doesn't seem that far uh, removed from no. who he actually is. No. So when he plays these nice guys, when he plays the dad, when he plays the you know the straight lace guy, you can really you can really uh, see yourself in that role. And then when he you know takes it to that next level, he's got the ability to do that too, as far as you know the action scenes and just the physicality. So and I haven't even talked about Men in Black, and that was one of the you know one of my more favorite Will yeah. Smiths, but uh, would, uh, we'll see if I talk about could that or not. Ever, could you ever see him being a villain? Do you think he could pull it off? Gosh, I, I no, honestly. You don't think he could pull it off? I think he could pull it off. It would have to, I feel like he would have to take some time away, like a like a year and a half gap of not seeing Will, and then he comes back in a uh, in that villain sense. Because everything he's been, I feel like, is just so jovial. So, and yeah. then, I don't know if he can come off of do a villain right after coming off Aladdin. Aladdin you know, yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a big one eighty. But you look at somebody like Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise pulled it off in Collateral when he was the hitman yeah, in there. That's I true. mean, that was a great role for him. And you, you don't ever think of Tom Cruise as a villain. No, not at all. So I would I would like to see him. You know, it's probably getting to that point where he's like, you know what, I want to try something different. And it wouldn't be bad cuz he is far enough removed from, you know, the fresh prince sure. persona and this, you know, really, you know, that era of his life. So it wouldn't be a bad stretch. Yeah. You're right. I'd like to see it. It'd I think fun. he's got the acting acting oh, chops for it. I don't easily. think that's the problem. Speaking of acting chops, my number 3. Yeah. I'm going with his other movie that he was nominated for a best uh best acting Oscar, Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, yes. Who man, what a Boy, great this is a movie. powerful one. <laughs> what a great role. I, truthfully, I know, so my list, I am seeing this right now. This was his best performance. This was. Yeah. Like, this is his best acting, and it's not even close. There's like, no, you, I, don't, you don't, he doesn't give you, have to give you that big humor in that. No. He is about as in, intense and sincere oh. as you can put into a role, and it's, it's a moving movie. This movie... <laughs> solidified itself on this list with just the bathroom scene when he's struggling he's got to get in the bathroom and he's losing it where you know his son's right outside and he just got to just break down but he doesn't want to break down in front of his son uh and then you know you get on the opposite end of the spectrum when he finds out he gets that job and he's out in the street just oh there's like it's, so many there great is scenes two completely different like waves of emotion yeah. when you're in that movie. They, like I said, that bathroom scene. I mean, it's it it's hard not to well oh, up and just feel for the man. Man. And then, conversely, it's hard not to well up <laughs> and feel for the man when he is just doing the. Yeah. I mean, just <laughs> yeah. super happy. But I I think that 
that movie's made all the more powerful because it's Will Smith in that role. Because you love Will Smith so much, and you like you yep. pull for him so much that you really just want him to succeed. That's a true story, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's based on a Gosh. the guy actually. Oh, I forget his name, uh, but he came and spoke. Chris Gardner. Yeah, Chris Gardner. Okay. Very good. Uh, he came and spoke at uh, the Millen Center for the Arts. Oh he's, wow! He's like, no he, kidding. He goes around and does like a you know he's on a lecture series type thing and does motivational speaking with a story like that. Oh, he wrote. Goodness. I think he was based on a book that he wrote, and it was very cool. So that's it's, my number three because it's just his acting is just a masterclass. And I and I mentioned this to you before. This I I love this movie. Yeah, I've seen it the one time, and I just didn't want to go back into it because of the, the just, emotions, the emotional roller coaster <laughs> you put it on that it puts you through. And it's you know obviously the pursuit of happiness. You know at the yeah. end there's going to be a. But good lord, the road to get oh, there is grueling, yeah. and uh, I, I couldn't put myself through it. No, again. <laughs> I hear it. It's, <laughs> but it's like choice. trying to go back and watch a, a tough movie. There's yeah. certain like Marley, like a Marley. And me, and I will yep. never watch that movie again. And it was a great movie, but it was just too. That's hard. actually a great comp as far as I like how I viewed it. Actually, yeah. Marley no, and that, me, really good film. I would never watch it twice. And that's pursuit of happiness. It just for whatever reason, it just really pulled at the old heartstrings. You know, I might be willing so to watch much. Marley and Me again, and then stop it at about the hour mark. <laughs> like instantly, like all right, kids, that's it. A happy ending. Do the uh, Phoebe from the Friends, Phoebe, yeah. her, her oh, mom's the move. Oh, but, the other, that's a happy movie. <laughs> and then just going down the list of all the movies. I forget what other movies uh, that they made her watch, but yeah, the old the other. Uh, so there you go, pursuit of happiness. My number three. All right, Number top two. two, baby, top two. We are going, and I am dipping early into Will's career. So clearly, it oh. seems like my list and my list with no intentions was super early. Will, we're going a 1996 vehicle, Independence Day, Dave, and that day I have right got to the give corner. me one of these. Got to get me one of these. And what is that smell? <laughs> Just dragging the alien back. But again, a real similar role that he had in an iRobot. You know, yeah. was playing that uh, military man, but good lord! And Will is great in this movie, but this movie in general yeah. is just an incredible action movie. The Bill Pullman you, speech is that one of the best movie speeches? I mean, Al, it's up you there. know the Al Pacino um, inches, the Al Pacino inches. You got the Ooh. Bill Pullman. I mean, Possible that's pod. Yeah, top five speeches. There we go. But this, yeah, this movie, it always. It just has. It's got a gold bloom in it. For the love of God, you always gotta. You always gotta ride for gold. Judd Hirsch. Judd. Oh, Judd Hirsch. Groundbreaking special effects. I had yeah, written at down. the time. I mean, good lord, they used a lot of miniatures. I guess. Yeah. To uh, you know to depict a lot of the explosion, a lot of the battle oh. scenes and stuff like that. But Uncle yeah. Eddie, how could you forget about Uncle Eddie? Randy, Randy Quaid. Yeah, the uh, well, Major League Pod. Maybe we'll talk about him next there we week. Go. The, uh, there Indi- we go. Indians number one fan. <laughs> uh. Yeah, maybe maybe you're gonna hear more about Independence Day from me, perhaps, maybe Ooh, or not. We're getting into know. the cream of the crop I don't here. Know. Uh, but when it comes down to my number two, number two, who you got? It's gonna be up to me to tell the truth. Tell the truth. Uh, I am going concussion. Wow! Going no to, kidding. Tell the truth. Uh, we talk about versatility. There's a there's a there's an accent he pulls off. Doctor Bennett Amalu. <laughs> He does pull it off. Uh, this movie, going into it, a huge NFL fan. Oh, yeah, uh, Ro- Roger hated this. As he should. I can't believe he let them use the NFL teams. Neither can like, I. What the heck? 
Uh, but maybe he's worried. I don't he's know. He's trying to be as transparent as possible with this, but... Not sh- a good look for the NFL yeah, in this one. you shouldn't let him associate yourself Have you seen that it? much. Yeah, absolutely. I, really good movie. I thought it was really good. Like, I would never go back and watch it, but Will was so good in this movie. And once mm-hmm. again, as you can see, I've kind of went with the ones where he's almost opposite yeah, of the Fresh Prince. absolutely. And I just, for some and reason... I'm going that, chalk with that, Will Prince. I don't think it's chalk, and I think it's fun that we have that different look, because, I, I mean, I still love the movies that mm-hmm. you're saying, but... For me, it's just fun to see Will in that different light and yeah. see how good of an actor he truly is and can pull that off. Oh, you're right. Just thinking about your list. I mean, this Pursuit of Happiness, Ali, yeah. he's playing so completely different to what he, you know, is comes natural for him. But in all three of these roles, I mean, he is incredible. So, yeah. I've always kind of gravitated towards that with actors where it's so out of the norm of what they normally play. Mm-hmm. Like, I think of, uh, man, it was a great movie that Ryan Reynolds in uh, Buried, that that oh, Buried wow. Alive movie. Like, it's so opposite of what he normally plays. Yep. It was so powerful. It was great. Good uh, pull. Tough Good movie. Pull. But, yeah. like, I've always gravitated towards movies where people are playing against their type, to mm-hmm. say. Like, playing different from what they normally would in that. And that's where... You definitely get that in Concussion. Uh, he's playing very serious. Playing the It's another true story. And I always gravitate more towards the true stories because of being the history guy, being yeah. all that. I always like a true story uh, a little bit more. But he just was really, really good. And a lot of people thought he should have been nominated for an Oscar. Oh, Nomin- I can't believe he wasn't. He was nominated for a Golden Globes. I think he was like the first man out uh, that okay. year. But So it was nominated for the Golden Globe for it, but did not get the Oscar. I tell you nominated. what, movies like that, and, uh, you know, with your list and then my list combined, it's showing his versatility. This is what makes an actor a season ticket guy. Like, somebody that you yes. want to be Good season call. ticket. Because when, when he puts himself into a movie, it doesn't have to be a super action film. It yeah. doesn't have to be a rom-com. For it sure. can be these pull-at-the-heartstring movies. And you're going to go because you know this guy's going to deliver. Yeah. Eh, about 90%. You know, he's, he's going to have some no, misses. but you're but, right. Uh, you know, they're all not pars. Yeah, it, it's definitely one of those things. So if you haven't checked out Concussion, I know it didn't do that well at the movie theater. It was just fine and kind of under the radar, but it's it's a great performance by him. It's an important movie. Uh, you know, important if you're a football movie. fan, yeah. uh, it didn't change my opinion. I'm so, well, at the but, time, it was that at that time, a lot of that information was pretty new. Yeah, I mean, it, it was. was it was just starting to get to the surface, and it feels it, it felt like Concussion really just like burst through the glass ceiling, if you will. Well, and did important things. I mean, it's it shed light on a serious thing, and now you see rules changing in the game yeah, and trying to get more some health insurance and, for yes, them exactly. and stuff like that, which I think is crazy that they never had oh that beforehand. Oh, my gosh. Insane. Insane. Oh, I, am, I have no idea where you're going. I kind of lost count of uh, what you haven't listed. I know. Number one. And what's great, have, I don't think we've, we haven't crossed swords yet at all. I don't we, think we have. No. All right. Number one for me, Dave. And this is going to be a two-pack. Because oh! I mentioned earlier, I view these movies as oh. virtual equals. And so I'm going bad boys. One Whoa. and two. What a cop-out. A cop-out. 95 and 2003. And when I wrote, I was surprised that these were that far apart, yeah. actually. Eight oh, years I, apart. Yeah. Big, big uh, gap. Just like we're getting again, You're fourteen getting right. years or fifteen years, depending on when it comes out. But just an incredible duo, like we were mentioning before. I mean, him and Martin Lawrence—they're on fire throughout the whole movie. Great dialogue, and to be honest with you, I thought a really good story in one, and I really loved the story yeah. and the Johnny Tapio and the drug—you know, the 
the whole Miami aspect and, you know, sure. sticking Gabby Union, Dwayne Wade's lady in there as well. I mean, big win. So for me, the bad boys, one and two, they're my number one. Two pack. I, I got to go with that, I got to go with they're, them. They're so similar. I'm, I'm all right with that. I, I'll, and, I'll allow it. Can I toss a couple, uh, just a couple of casting what ifs of yes. bad boys out there Whoa. for you? A original, this role was originally written with one person in mind for the, the Will Smith for role? The, the, the Mike Lowry role. Oh, was I feel like I've heard this before. Denzel? For Arsenio Hall. Oh my God. Who actually was hesitant on it until Michael Bay saw an episode of Fresh Prince. He's like, give me, give me that guy. Wow. And another duo what a that was. Movie. Oh my god! I wonder how Arsenio would have been. Well, he was, he was good in coming yeah. to America. No, I used. To... So you wonder if that would have, like, would that have springboarded him been? to? I mean, to much better than nothing, I guess. Wow, that's interesting to think of the what if on that. Because you you hear that now and you're like, oh my god, uh, you know who, who, that guy. Yeah. But no, he was good in coming he, to America. Yeah. He's he's so it didn't it, funny. at the time it wasn't that completely out of the no. out of the realm. And one more duo that was rumored to be in, you know, being the Mike Lowry and the Marcus, Eddie Murphy and Wesley Snipes. Now that would be a movie. When I see I that, I'm like, it. yeah, I'm all right with that. Because though you're getting the Whoa. you're getting the quick talking, you're getting you're getting everything that you need in there. <laughs> God, I want that movie. Yeah, I th- I loved it too when I see that. I'm I mean, like, it's a different movie. Can we do but... something else? Can we put these two in another one and just get that Boy, made? I know they both need the work. Badman. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, maybe not Eddie Murphy. Yeah. I'm sure he's all right. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie Murphy? Well, yeah. All that Norbit money. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pluto Mars. Don't forget about Pluto. Well. Or Pluto Nash. <laughs> this is Nash. Uh, so my number one, we're crossing crossing swords again here, Independence Day. Okay. It's my I number one. I was wondering, one. like, boy, you are eerily quiet during this yeah, uh, so ID4 segment. This to me, I talked about Jurassic Park was my ultimate summer movie, and that was the summer before this. 94? 95. I can't remember. 96. Independence 96. Day. Geez. So about three years after Jurassic Danced Park. around it, yeah. I think I saw this movie in movie theaters five to six times. Like when that one, I think I went opening day because I saw the previews. I'm like, this movie just yeah. looks something special. Went and saw it, and I was blown away. Uh, that might have been one of the few. I think I did it two in the same day. Like I think I wow, walked right dipped. on out and and bought just, another ticket and <laughs> went right back in. Kept the bucket kept in the your bucket. head. Absolutely. Flipped them a quarter and got a yeah, refill. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> kept that bucket. As long as I stay on the premises, I feel like yeah, I did 100%. those refills. So. You you got onto it earlier, so I, I wasn't going to talk about it too much. But the special effects, they don't hold up maybe as well now. Obviously. I was wondering because I haven't watched not it too in bad. a few years. I watched it maybe two or three years ago, yeah. and it's still pretty good, honestly. The creature looks pretty cool with the aliens. One hundred percent agree. With but that. for the the time, it's it's pretty special. Uh, the special effects. Mm-hmm. So it was really really cool seeing that. Uh, but as a young thirteen year old, twelve no twelve year old, because yeah, it was a Remember, Little League All-Stars was going on, I think, around that time, too. So I was just... That was a good summer for you. After practice, it was going to see it. And, oh, I just... I love this movie. Good five times in the movie theater. I think when it came out on video, I watched it nonstop. It's just so many good things that I just enjoyed. The Bill Pullman, uh, you know, flying once again. And just so many awesome lines and different special effects. And just seeing that the storyline was kind of cool. The storyline was Aliens invading, and then 
to see how they just absolutely trashed and tarnished the whole thing with that debacle. Of I was going to say, this isn't going to be a two-pack for you as no. well. You're not going ID4 and ID4 2? And I would have been, like, I was kind of excited when I heard there was a sequel coming out. And I'm like, yes, I want to know more. I want to see more with this, you know, the way that it's set up. There's a lot that because I think you could go with. Because they had a good cast. They yeah. had the bones to be a good movie. And, and it you was know, Liam Helmsworth, you brought back Goldblum. Your boy Pullman yeah. was back in there. Yeah. I mean, it, it was all there, and it was just it, a bomb. Just a miss. That good pass by Will. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I like that they killed him either. And no. Rocky, you didn't have to have him be away on vacation or something. Because now you, what happens if you want to do, a, like, Independence Day 3? Oh, this and, time we take the fight to them. Yeah. And, and Which will happen. I mean, yeah. they'll run, you know, Hollywood's going to run out of oh, ideas yeah. in another 15 years, and we're going to get a lot of trios. See us at Popcorn Pitches. We'll, right? we'll pitch that. I think I just did. Uh, so, I am shocked so my biggest whiteboard so there we go let me recap let me recap what i have five bad boys four ollie three pursuit of happiness two concussion one independence day i was i know it's weird to do this my coin flip was at the number two spot really so i my my coin flip went from you're either at two or you're out wow because i had one of those as well because I didn't, I couldn't get rid of the other ones. Though three, four, and five were locked into three, four, and five. I am legend. Yeah, I, right I thought for sure somebody was. We were oh. gonna, and that was my coin flip movie too. It was so, between that and I Robot. He's for me. so good, but I think it was the dog scene. I don't think I can get over it. He and I know I'm so sorry, spoiler, good. but like you're, you know what's coming. And I seen the previews. I didn't go see the movie in the movie theater because I knew I'm like no that one dog. dog. You know the dog's gonna die. Like I refuse. Like I'm still. I'm still injured from Turner and Hooch. Hooch. Uh, we talked about yeah. that earlier, like, I think, in our first pod. Uh, I just you recovered I in John Wick. I think it's because Wick it was off screen. You didn't off screen, and you, I just listened to a podcast that talked about this today, yesterday, uh, where they were talking about John Wick three and how you know I'm not you know it's it's John Wick's dog died. But I think it feels different because John Wick is getting vengeance for, for the, dog. the dog. Oh, that's like, a good point. You are you're so mad you're s- about how that dog dies, but he's so like, like getting yep, I'm with you, John. Okay, yeah, for the that's dog. A good point. It's like, oh, just couldn't they have found the cure for the dog? Oh. So I think I think that's really the reason why that is easily my well. I was gonna say is Bagger Legend of Bagger Vance. Yeah, I had a hard time, and I I just couldn't sneak it in today. No. I really wanted to give it a watch to see if I could justify it. And as much as I like it, I don't think it, it, it deserved yeah. a spot. Definitely deserves a mention. Agreed. Enjoy the role. It's on the whiteboard. Uh, but like Will Smith, he's just not. Yeah, he's not. It's very subdued in the whole movie. Even though he is Bagger Vance. Good. I feel like he's a like a secondary or third yeah. character in that. Because it's almost Damon and Char- you know, Charlize Theron. Yeah, for is sure. The, the head roles there. I also had... Uh, I can't believe this didn't make either of our list. And this is where I think people are going to be furious with this is Men in Black. Yeah. Not having Men in Black in there. And I don't know what it was. I just was never a huge Men in Black I, fan. I really do like it. If it's on, it's I'll okay. always watch it. It's fine. Like, I like Tommy Lee Jones. I I love, I love Will Smith in it. I don't... I think it's the type of aliens, the creatures. It's just too goofy for me. It's It a, was... To me, what held it back were the sequels. <coughs> Like, yeah. sometimes a sequel can strengthen your opinion on it. And I barely remember two. I barely remember. I that, never saw three. I was going to say, I, 
this isn't three. This is four that's out yeah. in theaters, right? It's not out yet. I know. I can't even rem- It's out this Coming. weekend. This weekend or next weekend? This weekend. Oh, oh. yeah, baby. It's out. It looks Am like I it's going to be too international. It is not. To give you a little sneak what are pre- the reviews? preview of the reviews, yeah. We got... 26% oh, going on right now. So this awful. is a this might be a good weekend to, you know, get out on the boat, maybe get 18 holes in because we got men in black at 26% on rotten. How's tomatoes. Shaft looking? Shaft, 38% actually. So uh shut your mouth. Yeah. So yeah. Uh but the late shift, I think, or late night. What is that one called? The uh Emma Thompson and the M- Mindy Kaling one. I think if you go back, it's right on there. Maybe it's I didn't even think it was on. Oh, it might not be might out not yet. Might not be eh? in Bay City. Maybe it's coming out next week. But oh, late, late night, late night. Uh, that one's getting good early reviews uh, and from the uh, audience. That's but that's one I would want to see at home. I don't, I'm not going to go to the movie theater yeah, to see that one. But I do like Emma Thompson. I think she's hilarious. Are we missing? How, how did we get on to Emma Thompson? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> on the Will Smith pod, we were just talking about what's coming out. Well, that's important. We yeah. always want to give the listeners. This is this is the one of those weekends that I just uh, I'm not looking forward but, to. Yeah, that but. To go back to Men in Black, I think that was the bigger thing. Two and three were such dogs for me. Yeah. That even though I like, honestly, I probably like Men in Black more than like an iRobot. No. The first one. Yeah. Just throws it off. It just, for whatever reason, those two and three just dropped it down so much that now it's like, eh, no, I, I kind of favor iRobot over those. So let me go quick. Lightning round here. Have you seen Seven Pounds? Yes. Terrible? Once it was this pre-street that I took home, yeah. it didn't hold up for no. me at all. And it's... Focus? I really... Yeah, Focus made the, Focus is made good. the list. I really like that. I missed that. See, I missed that's a lot a, of these. That's not a three-bucketer. That's going to be a two. a two. Yeah. Where if nothing's all signed, give Focus wide, actually. I think it's on HBO, uh, HBO Go right now. Nice. Uh, Collateral Beauty, I heard that's a just I, terrible... Did yep. you ever see it? Didn't, nope. Didn't no. even uh, didn't even give it the time of day. No, because it was getting such horrible reviews. And the last one, I think this is the only other Will Smith movie I haven't seen. The After Earth, the M. Night Shyamalan. Did you see it? Nope. I didn't want to. I thought it was... And a lot of things, if I think it's going to be a, a really bad one, oh. I don't want it to sully the Same. good view that I have of Will. So, like, and Collateral Beauty. For me, it's M. Night. I like Because oh, I was yeah. such a huge M. Night point. fan that I just... I M Night's watch a fifty percenter right now, and that might be giving him some credit. Ooh, we have to talk. Well, I think we already talked yeah, about this M I mean, Night before. But his hits are just bombs. Yeah. Or yeah, I, I know, mean, I home runs. Home run, what yeah. I mean by that, but moonshots. <laughs> yeah, but collateral I, beauty. Suicide Squad. That. Hated you know, the movie. Wasn't a big fan of the movie, gosh, but he was pretty good. Will Smith was about the only character I really enjoyed. I was going to say collateral uh, Suicide Squad. I have a tough, like a tough relation. It's like that. I don't know, like that ex-girlfriend that you you, yeah. you don't you don't want to like, but you're like, for some reason you keep going back to her. Like, it, it was a guilty pleasure for me. Well, but I don't know why. I, thought I think Harley, Harley Quinn, Quinn was great. Great. Jared Leto's Joker. Horrible. I'm doing the thumbs down motion right now. And But I thought kill sh- or uh, Deadshot? Killshot. One of the two. Deadshot. Dead yeah, yeah, I don't dead know. Eye. One of those things. <laughs> but Will Smith's character and Kinda Harley Quinn were so good in that that it... You know, it makes it somewhat watchable yeah. for me. The plot and everything kind of sucked. But yeah. Yeah, that's... Another a, DC disappointment. Yeah, it was like a <laughs> random guilty pleasure for me. But yeah, Suicide Squad. What else we got there? You did Concussion. I think that's about it. I mean, it, it really is when you look at the, the Will Smith filmography. I think Hancock. Hancock. That was another one. Yep. I, I liked it, it. Yeah, I thought that was a, a cool take on a superhero yeah. type film. Do you see the... 
you know, if he doesn't really Around care for about thousands of years, yeah, right? I think they if were. he doesn't really care about saving anybody, he's just going to be a fall down drunk. Yeah. Hancock was solid. I need to go back and watch that one. But the fact that I never really have went back and watched it, it just never... I don't think it was going to be on my list because it was, wasn't up there. Yep. I own it. It's in I was, the collection. I was okay with it when I watched Like, all right, that was yeah, solid. It's fine. No need to rewatch. Sure. Shark Tale. You know, actually, I, oh, wait, thought, I thought he was really solid in Shark Tale as the voice of the shark. Why'd your voice go up so high? I think I you were know. lying. You were just lying. I don't, I don't think it was too bad. I don't really watch Shark Tale. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what a fun deep dive! Uh, yeah, we'll end it at Shark Tale there. It was definitely. Well, I don't think. I think that covered pretty much yeah, all. Yeah, no, that. you're absolutely right. Uh, oh, bright. The oh, Netflix the movie. One. Yeah, yeah, I almost forgot about that. I fell asleep last night trying to Did watch you? it, but I started at like ten thirty. I, I gave it a watch this week, and Dave, I thought it was a, a solid Netflix. movie for Netflix. And in, in the I get a solid two buckets. Yeah. Where you're looking for something around on Netflix to watch, give it a watch. Give yourself the ability to suspend reality a little sure. bit because it's it's orcs in a world where fairies. orcs and elves and fairies are just known commodities, so almost like a true blood where yeah. like you know, vampires are part sure. of society there. This one he plays a cop, you know. I remember there being like a fairy at the bird feeder and then he's like just Yeah, that, that's in the it. beginning yeah. there. He uh the the fairy keeps getting into his bird feeder and he beats asleep. it with a bat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it really is a side Will Smith does a great job. He plays a cop in there, but honestly a good two bucket movie. Sure. You need a quick watch on Netflix, give it a go. That'll be that that might be a special pod of just yeah. breaking down Netflix movies and what what's missing from well, them. Well that's the thing, it's probably a top a top five Netflix movie yeah. original and, and bird fact, box is my tops. Yep, I, think. I think so too, but I would based on all the Netflix originals I've seen, I would definitely put bright in the top five. There is there. a new Netflix original the I am mother. That looks really interesting. Really? I think it's Hillary Swank is in it. Uh, yeah, it looks maybe I think it's Hillary Swank. I don't know. Well, Vicky I tell you what, brought it'll it brought up last night. Dropping down the list once uh, we got the what Pacino, the Pacino oh, and De Niro that one that's going to come out, and you With know Scorsese. if this Hillary Swank, Hillary Swank one is any good, yeah. so it might it's going to hold that top to that five point. spot for a little bit, but maybe not too much longer. It's going to get to that point. So, uh, well, here we go. Looking down, uh, you know, I, I think the bucket is empty. Goodwill Smith, closing thoughts. And it's uh, it was cool to jump into some of those wills that I never, you know, I haven't watched in a while. Yeah. S- you know, see them in different roles and try to see uh, if they could justify putting it in there. But uh, yeah, again, another another fun pod. Oh, uh, it is a lot of fun. It's it's fun kind of going off the beaten path to yes. just review some of these movies that, like you said, we haven't watched in a long time. So I agree, it's a lot of fun. And oh, we're gonna have a ton of fun in two weeks when we break Heck down yes. Major League. Better be ready. That could be that could. Could be about an hour and a half. That's a heck of an idea, Dave. <laughs> we got two or three potential all stars out on this pod. Uh, so tune in in two weeks when we give you the Major League bucket list treatment. Uh, for Wes Ledesma, I am Dave McPeak, and we will see you in two weeks. Want me, man? What do you want me, man?